Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Zealous State of Mind podcast. You have the Guru of Gains, proudly a part of the West West Network. Today's, today's guest is Charlene Natai, who is a former New Zealand Kiwi Friends rugby league player who represented New Zealand at three World Cups and did many great things in, in our rugby league. Uh, I connected with Shah through my sister, uh, who they played together at Richmond Rovers for many years and represented New Zealand together a uh, number, uh, number of times. And uh, quite a few years back, I moved back to New Zealand and was trying to settle in and find a job as a PT, but at the gym wasn't working out. And uh, my sister connected me with Shah and helped me get a job as a tutor at Karawai Manaki at South South, working with youth and helping them uh, with their education and get back on their feet for uh, some of the things that they've been through and just mentoring and helping out where we can and so yeah she she helped me out a lot settle back in get a job and i really appreciate that but uh, a couple of the main things that we cover is leadership and vision which you know stood out for me uh, working with Shah and learning for a number of years yeah because a lot of the ladies i see that have those capabilities and abilities i sort of shy away from it uh, but she's one of the few that step into it and I guess she, she talks about her journey of struggling with it in the beginning and then uh, more embracing it and how, how it came to be, how she came to be uh, the great leader and uh, visionary that she is today. So I really enjoy catching up. She's moved to Cook Islands with her husband and family and just back visiting uh, family and sorting some things out. So I was uh, really grateful to connect while she was here and doing an in-person podcast. So really enjoyed that before we get into the episode remember to check out all latest episodes articles everything that's happening at the west west network uh, at the website and also in the social socials as well uh that's pretty much it hope you enjoyed the show remember to move every day and stay ready peace zealous zealous state of mind this is the state of mind. Yeah, it's the state of mind. This is the state of mind. state of mind. Welcome to the show, Shah. Um, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for your time. If you could start us off, please, by just sharing a bit about your background, where you're from, uh, all that sort of type of thing, leading up to uh, where you are now, and then we'll just freestyle from there. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so kia ora, my name's um, Charlene Atai, happily married um, to Jonas Atai. Um, we have four children. Um, we have currently just moved back to Aotearoa after living in the Cook Islands for three and a half years. Um, residing in West Auckland in Glen Eden. Um, so yeah, born and raised um, out west. Let's pull that one up a little mm. bit. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Born and raised uh, out west. Um, so Westy at heart. Went to Kelston Girls High School. Um, yeah, only the strong can survive high <laughs> school. <laughs> but um, yeah. Ah, nice, nice. Thanks for that. Um, so yeah, just for the listeners, I mean, um, shall we connect through our sister, through my sister? They played league together, and um, I moved back from Aussie. And uh, Shah helped me get a job at, mm. at uh, YJ North, 
Karawai Manaki and it was cool there. We've got about a year and a half there working with Shah, yeah. Lloyd and some of the others. So yeah, thanks for helping me settle in. I, I was trying to get a PT job, <laughs> but I couldn't get one. And then um, so Shah helped me get in there working with the youth, which I learned a lot and really enjoyed. And um, and then you got a teaching background and that. Mm. But yeah, a couple of things that stood out for me was um, your leadership. You know, a lot of, I meet like ladies along life and that have leadership qualities, but they don't embrace them. They mm. may be shy or lacking confidence for some reason or something. Mm. But you've, I've, since I've known you, I don't know before, but you've really le- lent into it and, and led really well, mm. you, you know, the, your teams and people you've worked with and even you know when i was there you led and showed me you know helped me settle in and that yeah talk us a bit about like leadership your leadership journey and and just your thoughts around mm. it oh wow um yeah um i guess for me i've never um i guess humbly um i've never kind of felt like or promoted myself or i guess that's a cultural thing as well um that um you know um you know, it's through others, others in terms of your leadership yeah. um, that will look to you in that. Um, yeah, so I guess my journey, even when I, I started teaching, I was at Waitakere College and I was just in my second year. And um, the head of department, he was um, moving on, um, going to retire and that. And um, and all the other teachers in my department, they were older than older than me. But they said to me, um, my head of department said, hey, how about you apply for the head of department? And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm only in, you know, I'm in my early 20s. Yeah. How can I how can I lead a department? And the other um, uh, staff members, they were saying, oh, no, we don't mind working in, um, under you and that. And I guess I got a bit... Um, um, scared about uh, that and I I left that school <laughs> that year and I ended up moving out um, East Auckland and I went to um, Was that because of that um, them trying to push you into that or, um, or other I reasons? think it was a part of it like for myself actually like yeah. oh gosh like you yeah. know it was that kind of flight mode <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm out of here <laughs> and so um, yeah I went to lived out in GI for a bit which was um my husband um, with his family and I went to Salwan College there and just through that um, you know um, in the second year I became assistant head of department but I just again it was just yeah (laughs) but it was just like leadership was always on my life yeah like um, but I um, I found it hard to embrace embrace that and I guess because I wasn't ready and I could see the um, you know when you're when you know I had you know, leaders that I look up to and I see, you know, there's quite a level of responsibility when you're leading people in that. And um, I didn't feel that I was um, ready to, you know, embrace that and that because I do take, um, I do take it seriously when you're leading people, you know, mm. you're leading people's lives. Um, you're in a place of influence and in that. Um, but yeah, I do feel like leadership was always on my life. And so, even into you know my career journey, but even in my sports journey, I just seem to, you know, people used to um, identify that um, that quality in me quite quickly, um, and that, and so um, I guess over the years I have embraced that, um, and I do feel that I've you know that you know I've had um, some really cool mentors in my life, and I do feel that I lead out of a heart, you know. Um, 
you know, to, um, you know, to come alongside people. And I think if in terms of my leadership style, it would be a servanthood leadership where I like to come alongside people, not to be from the top and, um, you know, overpowering people, but actually everyone has potential in their lives. Yeah. How can I come alongside you and bring those qualities out um, where we all succeed mm. in that? And so um, serving others um, and, um, yeah, just um, recognizing and up, uplifting people in, in, in that journey. And that, and so, um, yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, so, yeah, you were 20-something, so it's always sort of come mm. to you, eh? Like, mm. you know, you try to run away from it mm. at Waitakere College, and then it, it chased you down again at, uh, Sel- is it Selwyn mm. College? Yeah, Selwyn College. Yeah, that, that's what I, I've noticed, that mm. people, um, ladies that they have that leadership mm. potential, Mm. you know they run away but it's what, mm. what were some of the turning points for you that to help you embrace it? i guess you you mentioned that it, it kept coming to you you know coming mm. into your life and you kept mm. getting put into those positions but mm. even still some people still push it away yeah and run from it what was mm. some things that influenced you or some turning points that because i've mm. only known you since you've embraced yeah. it mm. um, yeah. i didn't know before when mm. you know maybe a bit um the mm. earlier days type of thing yeah what were some things that I guess, yeah, um, for me, it's fully, um, I guess, that all that self-work in yourself, like, um, you know, I've, I feel that I have real, um, you know, confidence in my own abilities, and I think that's to do with identity, knowing who you are, and being, and, 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 and feeling good about that, and, um, yeah, and just um, not worrying or about what other people think, you know, other people's expectations. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, for me being a woman of faith and walking with the Lord, that has been, a, you know, much of my journey yeah. in leadership because um, I know who I am. I know um, that, I'm, that I have um, these qualities. I am unique. And that I have something to share with the world, and I don't have to care about um, what anyone else thinks. I just have to be myself, mm. um, and let that, um, yeah, let those those things, um, yeah, just shine in everything that I do. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Eh? Like that self work and, mm. and faith and mm. and God and all that helping um, to. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like a lo- that. That's quite a common thing across the board, mm. eh? And having it? great and. Yeah, and also there's been some, you know, um, you know, woman like leaders that I will lean into yeah. as well, um, that I will go to, um, who have reached higher heights mm. that I can learn a lot from. Like I have certain women in my life, like when things get challenging or things get tough, that I can go to them and just say, hey, you know, um, and get some words of w- wisdom. Yeah, and. I'm always learning. I love learning. I love reading things. So, yeah, yeah that has also helped as well. Yeah. Mm. It always usually starts from some. What's, what's uh, you know, you, you briefly talked about your upbringing, like going to Kelston and stuff like that. Mm. You grew up around um, leaders like what were your, your parents and all that sort of stuff. Um, what was the environment like mm. growing up? That type of thing. Um, yeah, to to be honest, there weren't many leaders in, in my life, in my um in my um, family um, life and that. I mean, my parents did what they um, could do in that. Um, 
I think f um, for me it was um, those teachers at school. Mm. Like, you know, it was just one. I remember I had my one Mr. Allpress, the geography teacher, and that, and, you know, he, you know, he made you feel special. He made you feel special. He said good, you know, good stuff. He actually believed in me. Mm. And um, I guess, you know, in terms of, like, family, my um, my parents were hardly ever at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and so, you know. Just working um, and providing. Oh, just, yeah, working, providing. They like to have a good social life and drinking <laughs> and that. And yeah, so yeah. a lot of my time was left to my own devices with my um, sisters and that. And How many of was you? I have three yes, three of us older one and a younger um sister and that and so um yeah um i think for me um i knew school was a pathway yeah i knew you know if i wanted to get out of where i yeah. <laughs> my um <laughs> where i was at that i knew that school was going to be education was yeah. going to be the tool for me to um get out there and and so yeah i um yeah, um, significant teachers that really um, had an impact um, on my life and that, and just self-determination. Like yeah. um, some of my good friends, um, you know, they left at year 11 and then, you know, um, I just continued continued on to year 13. It was like, okay, now I have to make some new friends with them. <laughs> and yeah, that, and I'm we, the last one left. Yeah, yeah, and we ended up going to university together down yeah. at Waikato um, University. Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So it was like the yeah. old, um, the, the athletes, eh? Like, that was your way out. You know, their one is through sports, but your one was through education, eh? Yeah, education, and, and yeah. It's awesome mm. that you've been able to make a, a good, an awesome career out of it and also impact a lot of people like the same way that your teacher impacted mm. you eh? like mm. you may be able to pass on the same mm. sort of things it, it's quite a few teachers that or the guests i've had on like even cisco when she was on she mm. it was a teacher that yeah encouraged her to be a teacher the, the power eh, of um, mm. your influence as a teacher or as a parent or whatever eh? oh. like a couple of conversations or oh, one line definitely you know? like even like um at um, Koroai Manaki um, in the Youth Justice Facility, um, being a principal there and just, you know, we'd do a lot of training with our tutors and teachers. But, you know, I remember just always talking about, you know, you can, today you can impact someone's life. Today you can, yeah. you can change someone's life by just the words that you, you speak over that, mm. that um, young person and that. But we, um, you know, we don't understand where people are at in their in their life but it can be that one word that actually that will can shift them and they'll remember it years later yeah. and it was from that one conversation but that's it's not just in the teaching setting i think that we have opportunities like that every day with you know the the people we meet and i guess um the time in the life where i'm at like time is valuable and i really value people's time and i'm always looking for those opportunities to like when I'm having conversations, like, hey, like, um, you know, just um, speaking into that person's life and just, you know, encouraging them mm. um, in that. Yeah. Mm. I remember when I started there at uh, YJ, the um, Lloyd and, you know, the, mm. and James and them, you know, there was always these little uh, devotional, you know, at the start oh, yeah, yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, I'm in a new arm. Surely I won't have to. <laughs> it was only like a couple of days and then it's like, Mm. Hey bro, can you uh, just? <laughs> <laughs> so I used to stress me out. They say on the way to work because I was out mm. west. I was out 
myself. I used to think of stuff in case I get asked. Yeah. So I wasn't caught <laughs> off guard, you know? It's was like, oh. Could it be ready in all yeah, seasons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And like the standard was pretty high, eh? Like Lloyd would tell, he would break. Amazing like, stories. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll break down the David's life into like a series. <laughs> um, stuff mm. like that. And, you know, go for like mm. over a week or something <laughs> like that, you know? Even, Wait for tomorrow, you know, the next part and mm. stuff like that. And James is mm. some mm. of the guys that mm. mentored me, Mike and that. Mm. So it was, um, yeah, yeah. Baptism of Good fire. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But no, nah, that was cool. That time it definitely helped me get ready. I think mm. for the next phase, like with Zealous mm. CrossFit and that. Yeah. Oh, in terms of speaking mm. in front of people and leading yeah. and all that. So mm. it was a blessing working there, um, learning and, and God, you know, mm. uses you to, there and then you you're ready for the next yeah, phase eh? Yeah. after that yeah, type of thing exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah i think a hey, there's wherever your place is purpose for that that yeah. time and place and there's things to learn and in, in that place yeah. that's gonna um for the next season yeah yeah <laughs> it was weird uh, i started working at avondale a couple of years ago mm. uh going into the schools yeah obviously it's nervous but i was like i was on the edge of bed because eh? i felt like i had the the Korowai Manaki thing like someone's going to tackle me in the back or something <laughs> and I was like I don't have to worry about these kids yeah. and like the pencils and stuff yeah, yeah. I was like oh I don't have to worry about you know put them in my pocket and stuff <laughs> you I know? know I was like yeah it was sort of like, oh yeah I can relax here you know don't have to worry about that <laughs> that, that was like when I left Korowai Manaki and um, I was over in the Cook Islands um, as an advisor and I work uh, across all the schools and that but I had this bad habit like if I'm in the classroom like checking that the door that was locked or like the bags because it's pretty relaxed everyone trusts each other yeah, you know yeah. your family and bags are left and I'm thinking I'll oh, put your bags <laughs> you know but it's that you know working four years in a youth prison yeah. <laughs> and that you know some things habits yeah, yeah. you just carry and I'll just yeah laugh yeah <laughs> and then another thing that's uh, always stood out since uh, I knew you mm. all those years ago is vision you've always had um, mm. a vision for things and and, you know, you encouraged me with my vision, with the mm. gym and stuff and support along the way. And, you know, all the other people you work mm. with and, you know, your own vision as well. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, tell us a little bit about that, like vision mm. and, um, yeah, because, you know, it's like mm. working towards something mm. or encouraging other people. Mm. You're like, oh, you talked about this and that. Mm. But other people I talked to, they wouldn't, like, bring it up, you know. Mm. You're always encouraging uh, with, you know, my, mm. the stuff I was trying to pursue. Yeah, it's all about vision. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, you know, being confident and knowing who I am, I really believe, you know, um, you know, one of the key traits for me is, yeah, I am a, you know, like if I could pull it down to three traits, it would be brainstormer, deliverer and coach. So brainstormer, I've always known that I've had the ability to see, um, you know, to see the bigger picture when someone's talking and, and be able to, you know, get ideas and concepts and being able to connect the unconnected yeah, and yeah. that and see that, you know, um, being able to easily see that when someone's talking and that and when they're talking about, oh, I've got these dreams and aspirations and, and then I'll be like, well, how about you think yeah, about yeah, this? Yeah. But also coaching, being able to see, you know, when I think of a coach, it's someone who brings out the potential mm. in someone and I you know i really believe god's gifted me in that area to be able to see 
um, you know, the gifts on people's lives and, and deliver are like, I'm quite action focused. So what are you going to do now? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, how are you going to get, you yeah. know, um, you know, maybe you should do this to work towards um, that goal. But yeah, in terms of vision, I think I'm, um, I am, um, that I am, I have the ability to be able to um, see, yeah, be able to see um, vision and, and work towards those, you know, work towards those things. Like even in the Cook Islands, um, man, <laughs> we don't have the processes and structures in place and that, but could say, oh, actually you guys need this in place. Right. So we set up an alternative education program um, over there where um, many students with mental health problems, but just a short-term intervention where they could have, a, um, you know, a wraparound support system um, for a short time, getting them connected to community on their way back to either school or, or oh, to yeah, employment. Yeah. So we set, set that up at one school was, um, they had boys dropping out of school. And so we, but they were good with bikes. They were good with their hands. And I said, yeah. well, how about we set up a automotive um, mm. program? And so that's been running for four years, and now they've got more boys staying till year 13. Oh, four years. Yeah, four years now. Oh, it's right. been yeah, really yeah. successful, and we partnered with um, an organization, Maito, in New Zealand. So they do distance learning, 20 credits, and they fly over to Rarotonga, and they do some experience with the um, the some of the um, workshop, car workshop places over there. Yeah, that's cool, because like a mm. lot of the kids that I work with at Avondale, like, the teachers, I think they mean more, but they're like encouraging them to go to university and stuff. But mm. I think they're like hands-on guys, mm. like that, like mm. automotive or mm. you know, like building. I'm like, I don't think this. Is you know, he wants to get outside and you yeah. know, work with his hands. Yeah. You know, I know it comes from a good place. You know, mm. but not everybody's you know meant mm. to do that sort of thing. So it's awesome mm. that you set that up for the boys and mm. they're finishing school and, and then mm. having somewhere to transition mm. into. Way, eh? mm. just trying to see what 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 is um the kids uh what they gravitate towards eh, and what their skills and talents yeah. are and stuff and i think it's harder for like some people when they're you know they're in that box and they've always been in that box and that's kind of why i didn't want to always just be in teaching yeah because i don't want to be that teacher that's <laughs> there that after 40 years and they're turning the lights off in there but i wanted to have different experience because you can get into a place where that's all you see yeah yeah you yeah. know um, I see that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I see that. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I'm so glad I went into different areas because yeah. then you, you, you know, you meet a whole heap of other people, but you, you pick up new skills yeah. um, that you wouldn't have in that one em environment. Yeah. But um, I see that in people's thinking, you know, sometimes mm. you just, if you've never experienced that, it's really hard to shift that thinking. Yeah. Those mindsets, if they're being ingrained. Mm. and you mm. yeah that's cool like coming from the outside in eh? it's like oh mm. you guys thought about this yeah. and that and mm. yeah, they, they so I like being that guy <laughs> like oh yeah really that. okay I'll leave it up to you, you guys. <laughs> yeah. stir the pot mm. yeah now everybody needs that eh? mm. When if you've been there for too long or not too long but like a few years or whatever you can mm. yeah like you said get stuck in that way of thinking eh? mm. but it's it'd be good if like schools and things can have a system in terms of as opposed to just like someone left and get this person in who's got different ideas, like have a way of mm. uh, every two or three years, let's question things or something, mm. you know, like think of a different way yeah. um, that it's in great uh, part of the curriculum and part mm. of the, you know, instead of just lock, locking that, it in. 
I think there are some schools that are doing that, oh, that yeah, are becoming yeah. more innovative yeah. in that and, um, you know, starting to step out of the traditional, um, you know, box model, of yeah. model, um, yeah, of education, which is really exciting. I mean, even my daughter, Genesis, she's year 11, she goes, oh, school's so boring. My other two go to university. And I said, well, you know, at year 11, if you achieve your NCA and you kind of know what you want to do, I don't mind you finishing and we'll we'll full we'll we'll follow that and we'll do everything that we can, whether it's further training yeah. to fulfill that that purpose or, you know, what you really want to do. Yeah, yeah. Um and for some parents that will be like, Oh, your kid you know, how could you encourage <laughs> that that they finish you know, school early? But yeah. I wanted to tell her that there's yeah, actually yeah, there is this way, but yeah. there's also this way. Mm. And I think if you've got supportive, you know, She's got a supportive family around her, but um, but just pursuing pursuing her interests, pursuing yeah. if you know, um, even though she'll be sixteen, I think people know what they really want to yeah, do yeah. At, at a young age, and that why delay it for like two yeah. more years, yeah, and like mm. when you got all this energy to do this yeah. other stuff, eh? And you there's know, some energy. great education providers that yeah. are, are providing, you know, outside of the. Um, school system and that they're going to be more energetic for it and mm. you know to turn up happily to whatever mm. the course is or mm. education and stuff so that's cool one of the things i wanted to ask what do you think like school um like you know it doesn't it does its best but what uh maybe as parents with that school's missing that we need to do as parents you know um uh, that we need to pick up more sometimes because mm. everyone is busy especially in auckland like we just mm. expect the schools to do everything, mm. but what 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 do you see as you know, someone in education mm. that we as parents need to pick up that's mm. pretty crucial in terms of development of the you know our children. And that. It's just being involved, eh? Being involved because you know you, um, you know we we do live busy lives and you know you do have to work, but being involved in your in your child's education. Um, you may not be playing the part doing I used to feel bad because I couldn't do all the gala fairs and bake or do all the baking and <laughs> help out well, that, that just wasn't me you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know there was um, you know I was supporting you know sitting you know part of being a part of your child's education is having those conversations at home all the time um, like with both of them like both with my older Kaya and my son Delano like I'd go on careers quest and we went on there and it was yeah. kind of identifying the skills and the jobs that align to what they really like and you know being taking taking those time to actually sit and talk with um your child it will go a long way like you're actually really invested and interested in the mm. edu in their in their education mm. but you're part of that it's not just oh they go into the room and they do their yeah, <laughs> they do right, their yeah, mahi yeah. and yeah. and that but it's um hey, you're on you're on this journey you're on the journey um w with them yeah and that yeah no that's also me just to get alongside them and encourage them and mm. help them out along the way mm. yeah stuff with the everyone being busy and work and stuff like that but you just got to make mm. that i found myself getting a bit lazy lately and like mm. it was was it on monday yeah it was on monday i, was, I felt convicted on the weekend you know mm. and then so i just made up some games and i was like oh, i would do that on monday after school mm. and stuff like that mm. and it made a big difference you know oh, yeah having like some laughs and mm. we were fighting a little bit because you know they don't want to do stuff but then like it always ends up being fun and something that they they will talk about mm. like 
when mom when my wife came in, you know, she was like, Oh, we did this and that, mm. you know, so it's definitely worth making that extra effort. Yeah. Eh? Like sometimes I'm like, Oh nah, mm. you know, just watch YouTube, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. But um but you're right, mm. eh? Like every time I do make that extra effort, like yeah. I notice the difference. And getting them involved, like I know it's my younger daughter, like for her it's been harder to make connect with friends and make friends in that. Yeah. Um, to the older two. But sport has always been my avenue if I can connect her in with a club or group or, or something. Yeah. I know that there's, she's going to make friends in right, that. And, yeah, and yeah. sport has been a real vehicle, you know, my own upbringing of making lifelong f- friends. And that's always, um, that's always been, yeah, um, really helpful. Yeah. I think in terms of like that holistic kind of, you know, building a holistic all-rounded person yeah, yeah. as well. Because um, they need those, they need those social skills. Mm. Yeah, because you get the social, you get the the exercise, you get the mm. social way eh? mm. uh, through the friends and stuff like that, the camaraderie, being mm. belonging to something. Eh? Mm. So many different aspects. Speaking of that stuff, so yeah, tell us about your uh, your journey. You know, you, you were in Auckland for a while, and then mm. you guys, um, a lot of people do it. I talk about it, you know, they go to the mm. islands mm. and they're like, oh, we're going to move here. Oh, mm. You know, this will be awesome. But you actually did it. You moved mm. to Rarotonga. Mm. Yeah, tell us about that, like living in Auckland and then moving. It was, um, I think, at the end of 2017 when I was at, um, yeah, Creative Learning Scheme and I was just looking in, because um, we always, we'd been coming back and forth in the summer to yeah. Rarotonga and you know, kind of like, oh, I could see my, I could see myself living here, <laughs> and then my husband, who's the cook Islander, he goes, oh no, you won't like this. You'll get, you'll get bored like really quickly, you know, and that. You're too, too yeah. used to the city and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and then at the end of 2017, a job for advisory for working for the MOE over there. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, there's this role. I could, I, I could see myself <laughs> in that role, and so I thought, okay. And I said, oh, I'll apply for it, and um, we'll see, we'll just go from there. And if if um, I'm successful, let's just let's just pack up and leave the, <laughs> leave and go over there. At least yeah. the kids they'll be able to embrace their culture. And yeah. you know, I was pulling out all the cards <laughs> of why we should move yeah, over yeah. there. And then yeah, it just happened. And then um, and I think you know, my husband too, like he had shifted in terms of like, oh yeah, actually we we could do that. Right, yeah, yeah. And so we yeah, we just packed up, moved there in twenty eighteen, stayed there for three and a half years and just loved the loved the lifestyle like um oh it's just like moving from Auckland to the islands, man, you get a real perspective of what's really important in life. Yeah. You know, your your family, um, people, um stress free like you know hey yeah. just um things that when you're in the rat race yeah you you um sometimes you can um, lose perspective mm. and um of what's really um imp- what's really important yeah. but we had so much more time with our kids like um yeah being able to see all their games because of the distance <laughs> instead of like you know when we were at Auckland we had to split up you right, go to yeah. my son's game I'll go to my girl's yeah. game but here we could watch all their games go mm. around the island and we just loved that and um, being immersed in the um, community too because you can get bored over there if you're not involved with right. anything so we quickly got involved with um, coaching I was coaching over there 
um, took league to the women's league over there. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, just, you know, had some girls that I had formed a relationship with. And I said, oh, because we had South Pacific Games in Samoa. And so it started from there. And I said, most most of the time they choose Australian and Kiwi oh, yeah. Cook Islanders. And I was like, hey, there might be a chance that we just could get some local <laughs> girls in there. So I yeah. trained up. I was coaching them. And um, we had five girls that made that yeah, squad. And we, and we went to Samoa. And they were awesome. And yeah. it was from there when we came back, we were like, why don't we grow this even more? And I was, and so we decided, like, okay, you take one club and one village, you take another village, um, and so we ended up with three, three villages, three club teams, which we started last year. Yeah. And then this year <laughs> they've got another village. Uh, yeah. And so this is the second year, second year running, and now um us. So I'm the trainer for the Cook Island women's team. Yeah. So I walk, I work alongside the coach Rusty, who's here in Auckland. But my whole goal was that we're going to get some, <laughs> you know, from that squad that yeah. we'll have, you know, one to two, um, hopefully more um, local girls. Yeah. That that will make this World Cup squad, which will be a big, like, in terms of inspiring yeah, those yeah. um that those next le those um young women athletes over there coming yeah. through yeah and that um something to, to aspire to yeah. and train for yeah and that oh. they can see on the tv like oh, wow. out there. you know yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. because you we always they're always looking and seeing you know the aussie right, the new zealand yeah. but to see a local girl over there like oh she made it then yeah. i can make it yeah. like beyond just their island like mm -hmm. oh actually there's opportunities um internationally so they could yeah. be their way out yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey they've nah, always nah. got to come back to the <laughs> homeland but yeah it was an amazing experience where we plan on going back and living there permanently we're just doing some stuff here yeah um with our house and our family but um yeah it's pretty amazing like yeah you you realize the things that you don't need to <laughs> like over there like oh okay you only need one pair of jandals yeah, you yeah. don't need five pairs of shoes but, yeah you know and and living off the land like we were growing like our dwarf coconuts our bananas and yeah yeah just living sustainably did you just have uh, chickens and stuff like that, or no? Nah, just mainly fruit, veggies. Our neighbours had chickens and pigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, but um, yeah, not. Oh, cause we were um, uh, during that time we were looking after our um, my husband's dad's land yeah. and that. Um, but yeah, they've got no chickens here, but our neighbours had goats and that. But um, yeah, that will be the next thing is you know when we go back actually to do some more planting. Yeah. Because yeah. the fruit just grows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I went, had my experience in the Tuttle Patch with my friends. We did that as a gym kind of community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing. Man, it's hard work. <laughs> Gosh, like, City, city. Yeah, yeah. It was how we, I was like, man. Yeah. Working the land is not easy. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I did some uh, work on um, the holidays. Um, One of them, I did kiwi fruit farm oh, or yeah. orchard yeah yeah and then the other the other one i just did a few days in the um strawberry mm. picking because mm. because you're in the school like i'm like i'm looking outside and it's sunny and stuff and i'm like i'm mm. in the classroom all day <laughs> when it comes to the holidays mm. i'm gonna get outside you know mm. and make a bit of extra money mm. and, and do some real work like yeah labor mm. yeah, yeah it was cool i enjoyed it's it where you get creative with your teaching and 
you know, it's called EOTC, <laughs> and you create your planning around that. <laughs> it was in the holidays I did it, yeah. yeah. It was in the holidays, but yeah, my back was sore as eh? <laughs> How did, did you guys have to kneel, or did you just have to bend over to pick it? Oh, yeah, we were, like, bending over, but then, because um, around the edges... Um, is where the water, f- you know, the water flows that actually feeds yeah. the um, tuttle pitch. Yeah, that's like up to waist, yeah. waist deep in, in that. Yeah, and you're just pulling, cleaning it so that water flow can move in that. Yeah, yeah that was... Were you trying to act like it wasn't hard? Like when the... When the yeah, I, cool like, I could do that. And you're <laughs> like, hey, hey, go over there, eh? <laughs> the guys out <laughs> With the, the locals being like, oh, look, look at yeah. this way. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I want to add tune with that machine. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, that's, that's, mm. man that's uh that's cool to like grow your own fruit and veggies and stuff like oh, that it yeah. tastes tastes so much better eh, as well mm. you know oh. it's no no crap mm. in it like yeah. no sprays and things mm. like that we just got like an orange tree at the back and even that like it's only one thing and i love that eh? just mm. eating it like picking it and eating oh, it oh there's nothing more like when our bananas started growing yeah. like it was really fruitful you end up having to give it away because there's just Too so much, many yeah. but you know you feel so good like yeah, I grew that. Like, <laughs> it's mine. I'm a provider. They just, they just grow anyway. <laughs> you know, the real locals will be like, hey, you could just plant them anyway. But I was like, yeah, those are my birds. <laughs> uh, my special farming yeah, techniques. Yeah. So I go, yeah, oh, you want some bananas? They're like, oh, yeah, put it over there with the rest of our bananas. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's cool because I, I love eggs eh? that's why I asked about the chickens you know oh the yeah eggs, eh? they'll be cool they'll save yeah. so much money too eh? yeah just getting like you know oh there's oh there's one place that we were living there were just chickens everywhere they're free range you want free range <laughs> they're free range over there free range pigs free range eggs but then yeah, then they kind of went for a while and we're thinking, oh gosh, times must be hard. Yeah. People must be eating the chicken. <laughs> chicken oh, yeah. Cu- started saying, oh, chicken curry yeah. <laughs> on the side of the road. Oh, yeah, it was good. Quiet. It's so quiet here. Yeah, I didn't mm. hear uh, all the chickens uh, running mm. around and stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm. Right, that's cracking. Did you, like, did you guys, um, were you guys pretty, pretty healthy, yeah, but did it, did it change at oh, all yeah. over there? Like, or you you lost weight, like <laughs> you're like we were like coming back here. You know, it's like we've put on like you know, f- two two to five kgs yeah. just from the the food, you yeah, know, yeah. just and that. But over there, you're eating more like um, natural, yeah, organic yeah. foods. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all fresh, like a lot of fish, and that. I mean, there are some takeaways um, in that, but um, yeah, you notice that you're eating a lot cleaner. Yeah, cleaner yeah. over there. Yeah, I thought it would be. You know, and it's access to, you don't have access um, to all the foods that you um, package. You just can't stuff. get stuff no, as it easily. doesn't come there as yeah. regularly. Yeah. And that, um, you know, everyone knows when there's no eggs on the island and then, you know, everyone's going trying to find, you know, certain things. But, um, yeah, you live pretty, um, yeah, you, um, like even with our, you know, Kids will be like, okay, you're having noodles <laughs> yeah, yeah. tonight and corned beef, you know? Yeah. Do you get like uh, mad cravings like um, for the, you know, the stuff that you don't get? Or nah, you sort of oh, get yeah. Over, yeah. The, definitely the fish, the yeah. tuna over there. Yeah. Um, the raw fish, ekamatos. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's incomparable <laughs> from here. It's just uh, fresh. Uh, um, yeah. And the fruit, like I'm missing all, because you got 
Man, I didn't realize there was so so many different kinds of fruit. Right, yeah. We just got so many um, over there. Yeah. Mm. Wow, well, right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's crack up there. Mm. Yeah. And like, because I've only been there once and it seems pretty big, but you would sort of get to know everyone over time, over years and that. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's very, very true. Everyone <laughs> knows everything about everyone on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the island. But over it's such, time. Yeah, and... Yeah, it's such a um, community feel, like, wherever you go, like, you know, when we went over there, like, with our little boy, because he was only one, two, at the time, and, we were, like, like looking around as if we were in Auckland, oh, yeah, you know, watch out, you know, there yeah. might be some weirdos, or, you know, like, what you do, yeah, yeah. but then we'd be at, at you know, at the fields or anything, we didn't have to worry about that, we, he could just run, play off the local kids because you know that the aunties from the other village yeah. will be watching them and yeah. they do oh feeding them they'll come back oh he's full yeah where yeah. did you go but <laughs> that's just you know that's just normal yeah and um yeah um that's cool that everyone just looks after each other oh other's yeah kids it's yeah very, very real much good so. community sort of mm. stuff uh, it's cool mm. and uh just go back you know you sort of another thing with the leadership and vision you know of the league thing you know mm. you're over there you mm. got the women's league going mm. and coaching you know the vision to get the teams mm. going and the leadership to, to to make it happen um league you know you 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 obviously played new zealand with my mm. sister and stuff like that yeah tell us about, mm. your, about your league journey was that um you know when you started and mm. you know all that sort of stuff yeah so i i first made the team in 2000 yeah yeah so in 2000 which was great because that was the world cup here yeah in in england so um yeah i i guess at that time because i was um yeah i was just in my early 20s and that and i was just playing like not even just playing because i enjoyed the game yeah i just loved the game but it was never to you know i'd never thought like about being selected for new right, zealand right. that wasn't even my in my mind i was yeah. just playing and then when I got selected, like I had a really good um, nationals and that, I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty <laughs> awesome and that. And then, um, yeah, I guess, yeah, from there, um, being able to stay at the top is a lot harder. Yeah, yeah. And that, so then you, you become more aware. Like I wasn't aware there, then I become more aware. Okay, now we're, now we need to, com we're competing to stay in, um, yeah. you know, to be able to stay in that team because it was, it's just, yeah, awesome, the sisterhood, but being able to play um, international games. Yeah. So, yeah, played in three World Cups. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in between babies, because I had, um, yeah, my four kids in between while playing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think it would be as long as what it, um, that, that journey with Lee, because my last international game was 2017 yeah yeah I at remember, the world yeah, cup yeah. yeah over there which was hilarious because i had um yeah i'd had my youngest nj um and was like oh yeah i think i can play again and i just had this thought in my head i was like i really want to play because i'd been doing crossfit and yeah, just yeah. doing different things and i was going oh yeah i I think I've still got it, <laughs> but it was more to prove to myself, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like it was a competition with myself. Can I make it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna train hard, yeah. and we'll see where this goes. And um, yeah, then made it. And um, remember, yeah, being over in Aussie, and we played. Um, the first game was against PNG, and it was televised on Sky. And my kids and that were watching it back home. And um, 
they'll crack it up because they'll say, oh, because I, I had just turned 42 when I was in camp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh, you wouldn't think this was a 40-year-old. 40 Look at the way that she's moving. <laughs> <laughs> and they were laughing. They thought it was hilarious <laughs> and that. But, um, Save that part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we had like media um, uh, things that we had to do with the team, with the other teams and that. And I was saying, oh, yeah, I know they're going to be asking because it'll be about my age. So it became about my <laughs> age over there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, gosh. And they're like, how do you f- like? How do you do that? How do you feel about being a forty-year-old playing <laughs> league at international level? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh gosh, so, yeah. So um, had the nana jokes from yeah, the girls uh, inside yeah. the team and that, <laughs> but um. It took yeah. All, yeah. And I was thinking, oh wow, at least um, you know, I've um, you know, conquered one goal. I'm I'm the oldest that's ever played at a World Cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but that wasn't even your. Th- the the goal eh, or intention like mm. you just wanted to play and yeah I just yeah. thought oh let's let's see if I can push these young ones but push to actually um you know um play at a really competitive level like yeah. um I think it was more yeah um for myself like at the at the nationals I was um yeah um, co-captaining with the Akarana squad yeah and um that was that was awesome I just it was like my love of sport came back from when I first started it was just like you know I just want to play and just I want to compete at this level and and do it um yeah um I don't want to be oh those, those ones that have come back and you know and you're just <laughs> living, mad you know and you're just living, living the in the past the but past I was like now I want to compete if I'm going to play I want to compete and, yeah 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 and yeah not living on the past uh, story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Wow, that's that's awesome how you've um you know, just played hard and enjoyed the game and mm. been able to do some some uh, you know, great things in the game and mm. travel in that eh? What yeah. do you th- what do you think the uh at the moment it seems like women's league is going really well, like it's growing, it's making changes and what yeah. do you think of the state of it at the moment? Well I think you know, um, Aussie has really, I mean, they've got good structures, good processes, good, yeah. um, you know, in terms of their, you know, probably at that leadership level, that vision, mm. it, the game has just grown over there. And, yeah. you, you know, you're seeing a lot of players um, from New Zealand that have, are living over in Australia just to be in those structures, be in those systems and yeah. that so they can get noticed in that. Unfortunately, in New Zealand, we've kind of, um, hey, it's like we've gone a bit backwards. Yeah, right. um, I mean, we're still, there is uh, more age group in that girls, and I don't know whether it's around resource. Yeah. Maybe we don't have the resource to be able to compete in having those different um, setup of um, games because girls need to be playing at that yeah, level. Yeah. You know, quite frequently, and that not just like nationals. You know, yeah. um, it's not that. enough. Eh? It's yeah, not it's enough. not. Yeah. yeah, and you want to be playing against the the best um, as well. And COVID hasn't helped, but um, yeah, I really see that Australia's really um, grown in that area, and now yeah. they're starting to see the fruits. You yeah. know, fruits of that, um, and you know they've won the last uh, two world two World Cups back mm. to back. Yeah. Um, which because um, you guys used to kick their kick their oh butt, yeah, eh? like from two thousand, I think it was like twenty. I think I finished twenty ten thirteen. We were unbeatable. Yeah. Um, 
we yeah we were unbeatable yeah. um and that during that time of the kiwi ferns and then yeah um, a lot has shifted and i think it's because you know australia has developed but we haven't been able to we're playing right, catch-ups right, now right. yeah yeah and that um oh, so yeah. um i think that has a lot to do with it but um yeah i guess we're made different too in that era um, yeah right, right. you know <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> um, yeah. So they've made some good changes in Aussie. They have here, but not as much to keep yeah, up with. The they ha- yeah, they have. Um, yeah, there are some really positive, good signs here, but um, not like Australia's done that at an exponential yeah, yeah. level. You know, they've, yeah. Um, I see they've got some really, you know, awesome events and opportunities um you know the nrl women's state of origin you know yeah, but they've yeah. got all these significant um events that the girls can participate in and they're also resourcing them too you know they mm-hmm. have um you know been able to pay their players as yeah. well yeah because mm. i've seen it like there's more yeah age groups now like i remember mm. growing up there wasn't really many mm. there was only the women's team in that mm. but now there's like 16s 18s there's some yeah. school stuff so mm. it sounds like it's a big thing is just the resourcing eh? yeah and like backing the girls that mm. are getting you know yeah. right into it over here and especially if you want to put on those um competitions or those events it's going to take resource yeah you yeah. know not just money but it's the people too to support those kind of yeah. events to put them on coaches yeah. and trainers mm. and everything yeah. around that eh? yeah yeah but yeah i also think it comes back to leadership too a mm. eh? you like back then we didn't have all these resources yeah. or and that but um we still were able to compete um and and win but didn't you I have think to pay for your own self? pardon didn't you just have to pay your own ways back then oh or yeah partly? like and yeah we're and when we were in england in 2000 we had to pay for all yeah pay for our flights and yeah. um yeah pay for our flights there so you know selling the raffle tickets <laughs> doing all these <laughs> things um, yeah and that um yeah so a lot has changed i rem- like even going to 2017 like being the one of the i will yeah the oldest um athletes there but being able to see that change yeah. it was quite funny like going in there and like oh my gosh, we've got like three physios <laughs> and we've got these Norman Tech pants and all yeah, these yeah, things yeah. just that, you know, everything was provided to yeah. make sure you're, um, you know, you're competing at that optimum right. level and then I was thinking, and like a fridge full of drinks and, um, yeah. you know, staying in a five-star motel, we were staying in these dorms, these yucky dorms that I was so scared to put the blanket on <laughs> me and that and, you know, it was just like a big, a big shift um, yeah. just seen and being a part of that it's just like oh wow the game has changed yeah and yeah it's more accepted too you know i watched the there was an all access thing on the the girls rugby team the new zealand team Mm. and like yeah it looked really professional there like the coaches everything Mm. like just their training sessions yeah Mm. like it's it's grown in some Leaps and bounds, even just that coverage of that, like it was like oh, behind yeah. the scenes stuff, yeah. and you know, mm. uh, it's it's cool because a lot of the ladies becoming like household names, you know, mm. like before yeah. it was like who plays in the New Zealand team, but now like yeah, the names are becoming yeah, and different. I guess that mindset shift too that it's not just um, 
you know, your tomboys or, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, that yeah. actually it can be uh, career the teacher, it could be the um, the mum, it could be the air hostess that is the, yeah. the athlete, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it can be, you know, career path and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so. especially, yeah, like um, women that are in coaching. Yeah. Um, now and even like um, umpiring, which is refing the games and that, which is a real pathway. Yeah. Mm. So uh, you come back to uh, see family and sort some things mm. out. Well, what's uh, next on the horizon for you and your family? Um, yeah, so we definitely um, will be looking to move back to the yeah. islands um, in due time. This, this with COVID and all that, get some stuff sorted here. Um guess for me um yeah moving into consultancy like i guess with all my you know experiences and education i feel like oh actually i do have some stuff to um you know offer in that and i guess more in the area of like um you know a lot of the organizations that i've been in have been real purpose-led but okay how can i use all that knowledge and help um you know organizations that have a social impact um you know, um, how can I help them be more, build their capabilities and capacities? Yeah. So that's kind of the area that I want to um, move into and just have kind of full autonomy over, yeah, my life. <laughs> you know, being able to do, I think coming from the islands has really taught me, Yeah. you know, um, a lot about that and just like, oh, yeah, like what kind of life I, w- I want. Yeah, I want a life where I can do my own thing, have time for my family, be able to drop my my boy off to school yeah. and that, be the good wife and make some dinner <laughs> um, and that. But yeah, I want to, I'll be, yeah, moving into that, that, that space yeah. very shortly. Yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah. Mm. A lot of people are looking for that autonomy now and freedom. Oh, eh? yeah. I think mm. COVID and just the way the world's going, you know, people being stuck at home, they're like trying to figure out different ways to... Mm. Like oh I can do this and you know make a living and oh yeah I realized I didn't like that job you know because I'm at home for six mm. months or whatever you know so what are they you know it's reading an article there's going to be a I believe there's going to be a big exodus of either people going to go to Australia because yeah. of the high cost of living yeah or um you know um knowing that they want to work from home home remotely yeah that's common being able to do their own thing like there's going to be a big shift i guess after this COVID of people you know especially because they've been working remotely yeah it's like oh actually i I can do this i can do this (laughs) i can Um, make it work and everyone yeah everyone wanting to be entrepreneurs (laughs) as well as what i've seen (laughs) coming (laughs) coming back it's just like oh cool but um yeah i guess for me like okay Who's that impacting? Yeah, yeah, you know how you know you can. How can you make money, but also um, have a positive impact too, and impact um, you know lives and communities. Yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought I wanted to do that. I think I did before, but now I sort of like similar to yourself. I want the autonomy, the freedom more than mm. more than uh, you know that the entrepreneurial sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I want more the freedom mm. to do this or do that, mm. and you know that sort of stuff. And that's what I say, like, what's in your hands? Yeah. Like, what are, you know, rather trying to be this, but actually, what are you good at? What have, you know, what what's in your hands that you can actually use? Yeah. Um, yeah, to be able to live your best life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to that now. Sort mm. of smaller, more quality. Yeah. Yeah, like, mm. 
good people, yeah, sort of yeah. stuff, good lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's cool. A uh, few final questions. Uh, a book or or resource or something that you've uh, read and, mm-hmm. and it's had a big impact on on your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, voice. Yeah, is always the Bible for me. Like, yeah. like that's where I get my inspiration. That's where. Yeah. You know, everything that even I've learned in the world is actually in in the Bible and that. So yeah. Um, hey, that's that's always my um, go-to but a book that I'm reading I'm actually on this um, app you might like this app it's called short form <laughs> um, oh, but it um, uh, all you know um, books um, yeah you can any books that you want they've written it they've summarized it into oh, short right. form because yeah, yeah, yeah. like I like to get to the end yeah, of that yeah, so yeah, I yeah. just want the good parts so there's <laughs> it's called short form and it's got all um, all books you can think of you can just search for a book or online what's but the it, main message yeah here? yeah what is the point what are you trying to say <laughs> what are we going to um, turn 100 and 200 yeah. pe- pages um, but yeah one of the books um, that I'm reading on there at the moment is um, what's it called it's um, what's the title um, Will um, yeah Will is it the Will Smith one now no it's oh. <laughs> <laughs> is um will people cry when you die Ooh. yeah that's it All will right. people cry when you die yeah um and i thought oh this is a the, the title alone just jumped out but it's written by a leadership expert yeah and um it's it gives you um um i don't know all these um 101 um based on his you know his research Slides, and yeah, that yeah. of um you know, it really comes down to when you're dying on your death. If you were, if you, t- if you were to die today, and you're on your deathbed, and you look back on your life, would you smile? Like, would you be happy with what right, you've accomplished? Right. It's yeah. based on that. Yeah. And if it's a no, then what can you do now? And so it's giving you all these um, things of, um, I guess, to refocus and um, what you can do to, you know, achieve that. That, um, you know, that. Yeah, because, you know, we do, we think about, you know, if we're been to tangies and that and, you know, been to good tangies where people have just said, you're like, oh, wow, that was awesome. I love being there because they, you heard all the speakers and they were yeah. saying all these great things yeah. about them. So the story is like, okay, do you want to have that kind of tangy? Do you want that one that's like more like, oh, that, no, nah, that person, nah. but <laughs> they're, um, they're digging for something to say. Good. Yeah, but like, you know what? Because really it comes down to that, eh? Yeah. About life is actually, um, you know, you're going to be um, doing what you really want to do, being yeah. happy um, yeah. and that. And so it's got all, so I'm just reading through through that um, at the moment, the short form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the good parts. I think there's a few apps like that that summarize. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was doing the free trial, but then I forgot the date of when the free trial finished. So I got, um, got <laughs> I got pinged for yeah. like a uh, whole year. So now it's like, okay, I've got a whole year. So I might as well just read it. all these. Yeah, but I read um, Atomic Habits too. My daughter had it and yeah. she had the actual book. And I was like, oh, cool. Read. So yeah, that was really cool. But just a being, building discipline and habits into your life to achieve yeah. your your goals you haven't read that one but i've yeah heard, a lot of people were like yeah, it's a good good. Rap, eh? yeah. yeah it's mm. james clear a lot of mm. people were yeah i thought about the the legacy thing for quite a while actually oh uh, yeah because i, I read book. it yeah oh i mean just legacy mm. the um what you're talking about oh yeah 
Yeah, leave in a league. Ah, yeah. I thought about that because it was it was in quite a few books and people would talk about it and that and I was thinking about it for ages eh? but at, at the moment it might change in the future but mm. at the moment I'm like oh. nah because then I don't want to be living for other people's thing mm. you know mm. sort of like because some of the things you might do might make mm. people not happy but mm. if it's the right thing to do yeah you know and because yeah. I was thinking the other way I was like oh you know yeah, but I think I've maybe took it too far. So now I'm mm. going like, I do what the Lord yeah. calls me to do. Yeah. And if it, you know, because that's mm. usually not going to make some people happy. Yeah. yeah. Going against the grain of mm. it. Especially nowadays because it's shifting. Oh, yeah. And that was like when we left uh, the Cook Islands, like people were like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why yeah. would you pack up your house and just leave and pull your kids out? Yeah. You know, we had two teenagers yeah. and go over to... Uh, People couldn't understand that. Yeah, you've, you're leaving a good job, and you're gonna go over there and make less. <laughs> but yeah, but we felt yeah we'd been called to do that. Yeah, yeah, called to do that, and I'm so glad that we did. But yeah, like I think yeah, even that book's just making you rethink. What do you really want to do? Yeah, yeah. What really stirs your yeah. heart? What makes your heart smile? Yeah. Hey. Because you're like, oh, I should have did that. I should have left that mm. job earlier or I should have mm. just taken the risk and mm. and done that or, you know, that type of thing, yeah. I always think nothing's a loss either, eh? Because hey, you can get stumped on that. Right, and and yeah. I know people do, eh? They think like, oh, why did I do that? But it's not, okay, actually, what can what are the learnings from that? Yeah. What did you learn and what can we take into the next, yeah. next, next phase? Because right, sometimes yeah, that yeah, can yeah. be a stumbling block from people moving forward because yeah. they can't, they just can't shake that off. Yeah, so they just feel stuck, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, actually, no, there were some good things from that. Yeah. Um, the good and the bad. Yeah, no, that, you're eh, right. Learning, say. Yeah, eh. yeah. Mm. no, you're right. A lot of the people, they, they, they take risks, eh? I guess, it, mm. I guess in the worldly sense, mm. it's risks, but well, for us, it's faith, eh? Mm. Yeah. Faith type of thing. So trying to find the balance between like like being not being careless with it, like it's mm. well thought out and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to just like, I'm going to do this, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, mm. so like, you know, talking to everyone yeah. and, and it's like, all right, yeah, we've waited up, we've prayed mm. about it or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, you step yeah. out in faith. Of course, thing. yeah, having wisdom to weigh. Yeah, with mm. it, along with it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you could put a message on a billboard for everyone mm. to see on our beautiful Auckland traffic, mm. what message would you put on the billboard? Oh, gosh. Um He who refreshes others refreshes himself. Mm, that's um, actually a scripture from Proverbs 11, but that's kind of how I like to live. Like, um, a when you when you impact someone's life or you refresh others, actually it refreshes yourself. Mm. You actually feel, hey, it does something to you on the inside. But um, yeah, it's that whole thing of living a life of purpose. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I, mm. I love that. Um, Probably, yeah. Mm. And lastly, just your definition of success. Um, that's a good one. Definition of success. I guess, yeah, success is, um, yeah, doing, um, doing everything that you wanted to um, achieve and being and being happy with that. Yeah, being happy with that. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not just making 
lots of money, but hey, it could be yeah. something small, whatever. Um, yeah, achieving what you you want to achieve and just being and and being happy and being content. I guess that's probably yeah. the better word. Being content with that. Yeah, mm. that's cool. Any uh, final things, you words you'd like to share or anything before we wrap it up for today? No, just okay. uh, thank you for the opportunity. It's uh, been awesome having a corridor for you uh, this morning. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks for mm. uh, you know your time, sharing your mm. time and sharing. You know, because we, we haven't caught up for a while, so it was a good mm. catch up. And uh, uh, thanks for helping me, obviously, in the early days at um, yeah, Korowa Manaki, mm. and you know, helping me get settled back into New Zealand <laughs> life and uh, and uh, you know the lessons uh, and encouragement that you've, mm. you know, gave me along. Uh, in those days, you mm. know, with the zealous days, so appreciate and, it. And same here to you. Thought <laughs> everything that you've done, um, I've learned lots from you too, Yash, and that. Yeah. When you came on the scene and you're talking about CrossFit and CrossFit hadn't hit me, I was like, "What's this guy talking about <laughs> CrossFit and that?" But yeah, now it's been a pleasure. Um, yeah, seeing your growth too and your journey—it's oh, awesome. Oh, now we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Sha. Thanks.